Uncovering the truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Hey, it's Dr. Maria. You're listening to Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. And we are sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, good morning, Mayor Giuliani. How are you? Good morning, Dr. Maria. <laughs> <laughs> now that we have those niceties out of the way, we, uh, we have do? a lot to talk now about we today. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. And the, how about the deconstruction of any semblance of a justice system in America? Well, we are going to get to that because I know our callers, and they're going to want to comment on this one. But I want to start out with... China. For the last few days, the Pentagon and the White House were denying claims that China is partnering with Cuba for a spy base. So remember. Well, that, well, now I, I don't know anything else about this. So now I know they are. Well, listen to this. So they've been denying it for days, right? And we got to, you know, go back to geography lesson. Cuba is 90 miles from Miami, right? Remember the Bay of Pigs? (laughs) So for days, it's been denying. And now, because they were getting caught in their lie, the White House official position is, we were denying the fact that this is new. (laughs) They're denying the reports that this is a new event. They said this has been going on for a while. So they're no longer denying it. So Chinese have been in Cuba for a while. Yes. Developing sophisticated eavesdropping systems so they can... uh, get even more information about us. Yeah. Well than you, they're getting, which is pretty hard because they get just about everything. They get about everything. They have boy, spies the in this country. They have on Biden to extort him. Uh you know, let's let's face it, he's he's corrupted. Well well the Chinese are realistic people, unlike the vast majority of the American press and establishment and whatever. They know he's a thirty to thirty five year old crook that's been taking money since it was small amounts. And he must have done 100 bribes at the time that he's there. When this all comes out, you know, it comes out one at a time. Like the, the big shock that he got $10 million. The tip of the iceberg. When it all comes out, it'll be the biggest scandal in American history, certainly that we know about. Yeah. You know, we've got to take this seriously, this threat with China. So for the last decade, you know, we do scenarios. We have little war games. We have simulators. You know, the top people sit down at desk and they go through, okay, what if China got us this way? What if they attacked us that way? What would it look like? Do you know, for the last decade, we've been losing all these scenarios with China? America, we've been brought up We've been brought up that America is the superpower, that America's military can not only save ourselves, we can probably save anybody in the whole there was world. A time, there was a time not too long ago when that was true. When Ronald Reagan left office, uh, the biggest military power on earth next to us collapsed. He made it collapse. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned Ronald Reagan because our military has gone downhill since the last time our Navy was superior, superior, right. <laughs> we were just talking about accents this morning, <laughs> superior to uh, any other nation, including China, 
was when Ronald Reagan was in office. Well, he made it that way. He didn't come into office that way. Jimmy Carter did essentially what Obama and Biden did, but they do it on steroids. Because the Democrat Party turned against the military sometime in the 70s, and it's been against the military since then. Don't fool yourself. They're a peacenik, anti-war party. And then because they're inept, they get us into wars anyway. Yeah. And then they don't know what to do about them. And yeah. the Republicans have to come in to end the wars, like Trump did. Mm. I mean, Trump, uh, Obama came into office, he got the Nobel Peace Prize, and then he went out and engaged in a, in a really subterranean war against ISIS. Remember he said ISIS was the JV? He well, got was, us into seven wars. That was the same 50, <laughs> that's the same 51 intelligence officials who wrote the letter that the hard drive was Russian disinformation. No credibility. Because not only are they traitors, they're also liars and crooks. Yeah. So uh, all of a sudden, he's in a big war with ISIS. You know how long it took for Trump to win that war? Six months. Yeah, right. Six months. Because he wanted to end it. At, when, he left, when he left, Afghanistan hadn't killed an American in three years. Yeah. And all, all of a sudden, just one act by by uh, uh, de uh, demented, and we end up with hundreds of people killed, people who helped us, Americans, 13. Our own people. But also, you know, the Afghanis who were killed were the ones who helped our soldiers, you know, saved their lives. And you have to be a total sub-moron to do what he did. He takes the military out. He leaves the civilians there in a country surrounded by terrorists who want to kill those very civilians. And you've been long talking about ever since the fall of Afghanistan and that awful withdrawal about Bagram Air Force Base. Till you're blue in the face, you talk about how close it is to China, 400 miles. Now, look, here's the revelation. So for a decade, we've been losing all these scenarios if there was a war with the United States and China. And do you know what one of the reasons we lose those wars? Because we run out of long-range missiles. Yeah, okay. So wouldn't it yeah. be great to have that Bagram Air Force base 400 miles from China? There's no, there's no possible explanation for that that's rational and honest. Please, just engage. The only way to get through this, ladies and gentlemen, the only way to get through the brainwashing that the communist-oriented Democrat Party is putting you through for the last 30 years is to exercise your common sense. You have an enemy in China that's becoming bigger than you. They are developing missiles called hypersonic missiles mm -hmm. that are intended to evade our defense system, which, by the way, goes back to Ronald Reagan, and Biden used to mock it and said it could never be done. If Biden had been in charge back then, we would not have a missile defense now. I mean, we'd be owned by China by now. Yeah. And the United States has to be able to combat any attack on us. There's a possibility we can do that because they're far away from us. Mm. So if we have a base 400 miles from China, we're in China in 12 minutes. It's real hard yeah. to... And look, Israel was able to do it with uh, Iron Dome that we gave them. But China's not Israel. China, uh, China hasn't fought a war in, in uh, three generations. Israel fights a war every day. Right. We, we could overcome them. We could overcome them with less forces because we're, we, we've been fighting for 50 but years. But you know what they're doing, right? But if you, we don't have the base 400 miles away. We just gave away our greatest advantage. Absolutely. And what they're doing, right, they're training all the time. Their one focus is to be world dominant and to dominate the United States. That's their focus. What's our military focus? What are your pronouns? 
You want to go to a drag show with a, what is that military, I don't know what branch it is that he's now trying to recruit people by saying he does drag shows. Like, our focus is off the rails. It's now on social engineering. Drag queens? You know, it's so perverse. We are, let this sink in, people. We will lose a war against China. Well, I was thinking if we put together a military unit of drag queens and we attacked a Chinese city, we may shock them so much they might just give up. Yeah. No, you know, that all yeah. these drag queens coming in not knowing how to shoot, shooting in the wrong direction, but they think, oh, but these people are crazy. Yeah. I don't know. It's a sad day. It really is. Is this Millie? Millie is the one who wants the drag queens? Millie, Austin, they all into, like, you know, I've said this for a long time. The Democrats are lockstep. I love the process for Speaker of the House. I know a lot of people complain. The CNN's MSNBC said, look at the Republicans can't get their act together. To me, that was true democracy, that you want the best for your nation. You shouldn't just pick somebody because they were handpicked. We are Hakeem Jeffries, a radical. Every Democrat voted for him to be minority speaker. Nobody has a different thought. Nobody has a different brain matter it's like the democrats and the media are lockstep so the biden administration and it started under obama let's do it now with our military all this social engineering transgenderism drag shows like it the military should get out of social engineering what's going on with culture wars they should be focused on protecting the United States of America and protecting our military and having them train to their best of their ability. You're a racist. <laughs> you're a racist. I guess I am. When you say things like that, we all know you're a racist. So you say to yourself, what does that have to do with race? Nothing. But that's their response when they don't have an answer. Yeah. You know, if you, if you say something like um, the vaccine is really not a vaccine, because it doesn't prevent the illness. It's not like the polio vaccine. You get the vaccine, you by and large don't get polio. You get this vaccine, you got to take 40 boosters, and you get sick anyway. Yeah, and the, and the CDC redefines what a vaccine is because it didn't fit the definition What's for a, a vaccine. At best, it's a treatment. And it turns out now it may be an ineffective treatment. Yeah. But at one time, it looked like it was an effective temporary treatment. And then it turned out temporary was four months, which makes it almost a joke. And then... If you read Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book, which I urge on everyone, whether you like him, you don't like him, you're going to vote for him, you're going to vote against him, he documents the corruption that's involved. Very research-based, too. He has notes everywhere where he got yeah. these sources. And... Don't miss the point when you see all the corruption come out. There's something, a couple of things to unite it. One of them is there's a disproportionate number of miserable crooks in Washington that don't love this country and love money more. Then there are ideological people who don't love this country because they've been infiltrated by the communists, who've been doing it since Roosevelt administration, to the Democratic Party. They've never had much of a foothold in the Republican Party, thank God. But they've been, at various times, enormously influential. I will sometime explain to you why I don't think there has to be a red China. Only reason there is is because Truman was being advised by communists. Mm. In, in, uh, at, at the conclusion of the Korean War, MacArthur could have defeated the entire Chinese army. It had just fought a war. It was ripped apart. It was bankrupt, and it was starving. And we had the greatest military force on Earth. 
that had just won two wars mm. and really wasn't terribly spent because we got involved in that war late. China was involved in a war for a decade. Mm. We were involved in a war for five years. We started with no nothing, and our military-industrial complex built up to the greatest the world has ever seen. It could have kept producing. We would have overwhelmed China in a, um, uh, in, in, a, in, in a year, which is why MacArthur got fired, because Truman said, you can't go into China. The Chinese were coming over the border and killing our troops. And MacArthur was in charge of the lives of those troops. And at one point, he just had it. He said, damn Truman, those people come in and kill my troops. I'm going in China and kill them. And he was destroying them in China, destroying them. He had just completely outwitted the North, China, the North Koreans. We were poised to defeat a completely on its knees China and the communists around Truman, just the way they convinced Roosevelt to give away Eastern Europe, said, no, no, we don't want a war with China. It'd be too dangerous. What? China didn't have atomic weapons. China had an army that was dissipated. China had no money. Yeah, it's one of those decisions that you can look back on. Probably in the moment, they're like, okay, we did what we said we're going to do. Why go into yet another country? And yeah. Well, the reason the reason they did it is because for 30 years, the Roosevelt and Truman administrations had high ranking uh, advisors who were communists. Communists. I think now the American public really sees <clears throat> the communists in Marxist infiltration into our United States government. Can't miss it. Now, now can't, you, you can't miss it. It's everywhere. You, now you can't miss it. And, uh, you know. When you look at Biden, he paid much more money by the communists than by us. That yeah. money, when, you know, when, when, I, I don't understand why the American people don't go absolutely nuts and demand that he be thrown out of the White House for taking all that money from China. You know, it's it's a long parallel with the concept of uh, de, devi, uh, defining deviancy down. What Things that I think every American, regardless of what political party they're affiliated with, would be upset about. hundred. Very, very. Totally very apathetic. Yeah, totally apathetic. Like, okay, so you have a corrupt Biden administration. It's not just Biden. There's a lot of people that either corrupt or really incompetent, like Janet Yellen. Like, that woman drives me <laughs> crazy. Yeah, they are. They have a certain number of complete yahoos. Yeah, how about that Rachel Levine, who's really a man that got Woman of the Year or, over or, Health and or Human Buttigieg. Services? I don't yeah. even think he knows he's Secretary of Transportation. Well, yeah, I know. And where the hell has he been? Uh, he hid been, ever since East well, Palestine. Well, I mean, the first one he was on uh, maternity leave for about a year or something. <laughs> Yeah, it was a long time. <laughs> Lucky dog. Everybody else has to work. <laughs> and then he didn't. He didn't know that we were having a supply chain crisis of world dimension. <laughs> then he he didn't make it to East Palestine for for uh, ten days. And when he showed up, the mayor didn't want to talk to him. <laughs> the mayor the mayor decided to talk to me instead of him because I know something about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, he, and the mayor contacted you about emergency. So to come here and help me. Yeah. I don't get any help from Biden. So I went there. I went there at about the time that the president did, and I did it you know, quietly because I, I didn't want—I don't want to embarrass anyone. With he was supposed to meet with Buttigieg after me, and he kept Buttigieg waiting for over an hour. I find that so funny. You know why I said Buttigieg meeting to be bull? What what does he I'm have to offer? Out of this. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a short break. Make sure you stay with us. Follow up with President Trump and the indictments. Uncovering the truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. 
hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Dr. Maria, and you are listening to Uncovering the Truth. I'm here with Rudy Giuliani, and we are sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. I love that organization. Oh, the so, best, the best, the best. You know, we have all this talk about the national debt, and our politicians keep kicking down the road. And one of the things we have to look at is all the entitlement programs. And... <laughs> Right? There's blueprints for success out there. No kidding. I know at every organization, every hospital I was a leader in, they've kept my policies to this day because I've not only increased quality, but also financial stability. Well, Rudy Giuliani has a playbook. And in today's post, a great article by Peter Cove and Jason Turner talking about how Mayor Giuliani took what what was it over a million 1. people 1.2 million and they say we reduced it in 10 years to 300,000 on welfare true tr- on welfare true i reduced it to 500,000 michael reduced it the other 200,000 or maybe i reduced it to 600,000 he did he either did uh, well, 200 300,000 all the more. documents say you re- reduced it to 500,000 yeah, that's true yeah. but they get, they're doing the total because look frankly it was my program but also, in Michael's credit, he could have done what Biden did. Yeah, he canceled out all my programs. Anything that Trump did, Biden canceled. But uh, Bloomberg and we're, was we're a mayor. For it. Bloomberg was a man who cared for the city. Yep. Biden. He kept is a all your policies. Who cares just for himself? And uh, in his case, I don't even think he cares about making us communists. He just cares about keeping up the money flow to his crooked family. One of the neat things that you did was you took the welfare centers and you change the whole concept instead of welfare here's you're going on the dole just take money you don't have to do anything you turn them into job centers now if you look at the two people who wrote this article i really should say this about him peter cove taught it to me Mm. peter cove ran a private a company where he was making a lot of money taking welfare people and teaching them how to work because we had a similar concept which is if we could give people the work ethic we could save them we're going to just kill them by making them dependent the way the Democrats have done for 50 years. I mean, the biggest damage done to the emergence of uh, American inner cities, particularly uh, the blacks that are stuck there, is the Democratic Party. In fact, there's no institution that's done more damage to blacks than the Democratic Party. They're the party of slavery. Now they're the party of welfare dependency. So I knew from growing up and going to school in Bedford, they, want, they wanted to work just like everybody else. So we started a workfare program. Peter Cove taught it to me, and Jason Turner institutionalized it. Those guys are both heroes. How did you hear about them? uh, Well, Peter I heard about because he was in the city, and I knew the city really well. Uh, Jason was doing it very successfully for Tommy Thompson, who really, you could say, started it. He's another one I borrowed it from. And then after three years, I stole him. (laughs) I stole him from Wisconsin. Ah, I brought him to the okay. big leagues, you know, like like we get Reggie Jackson and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> no, I think that's smart. When you have programs that work, just like I don't know why Mayor Adams doesn't come to you about crime. That's because, the other uh, thing Mayor you Adam, did really Mayor Adams, well. Mayor Adams' big failure is not that he doesn't come up with some good ideas. He does. It's his, his ego? His big failure is he's a political coward. Yeah, yeah. And his he ego, right? No, he can't take on the Democrat Party. 
No, I just mean, his swagger. Somewhere... I can tell he's not going to let another man tell him what well, to do. I don't. I don't <laughs> think that's right. I think it comes down to politics. He. Uh, I'm. I'm persona non grata in the Democrat Party. I have to be considered wild, crazy, a drunk, and a maniac because if I'm right, the president of the United States should be in jail for the rest of his life, mm. and uh, I can't be right. So if I'm going to, if if they're going to acknowledge that I did miracles with welfare and crime, people are going to start believing me about all the things that I've been telling the truth about. And if you believe what I'm saying, you got to say to yourself, we got to get rid of these people right now. These are the biggest crooks that have run Washington ever, ever. And I got all the proof. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie uh, Gotham, the fall and rise of New York City spanning six mayors. Democrats, libertarians, Republicans all talked about how you changed that city against all odds. And, of course, you you surrounded yourself with the right people. Like these people. Yeah. I, I, look, I, I, came, I uh, independently came up with the idea of, of working, a work ethic, the concept, the philosophy. Peter Cove had had that and had executed. But Jason, I, I didn't know how to institutionalize it right right. you had the concept jason is the reason it carried over into the bloomberg administration because he had institutionalized it so another mayor could use it not just me and mike used it i want to show the difference here mike used it and people like biden canceled everything trump did to the point where where he canceled programs where now he's getting people killed as a result of canceling those programs ignorance it's truly ignorance. it's evil when you cancel a program and get people killed you're an evil person. The other thing you got to get rid of me for, Democrats, is because I don't just see Biden as a bad president. I see him as a thoroughly evil man. This is, this is a man, uh, when I look at a man who's been selling his public office from the day he got in it. Yeah, I look he doesn't at, care about I don't, this country. I don't consider him a man. Yeah. I consider him some kind of an evil. I mean, selling your public office is very similar to being a lifetime murderer. When we get politicians who really want term limits, that's when you know that person is a good politician because none of them want to vote for that because they've all got rich. When we hear about people going into office, public service, you know, what do they make? $160,000 a year as a senator, I think. It could be a little more now. I think it is a little more, but there's not much more. But but unless you have a spouse who is independently wealthy or a great entrepreneur. Or how about the more common thing? The spouse takes the bribes for you. Yeah, isn't the That's alleged the Chinese... Pel- Pelosi thing, right? No, the no, husband well, does all the... Think all the investing. Pelosi, Pelosi is in, has been engaged throughout her life in something that's entirely immoral, and she pretends to be a Catholic. She's been engaged in insider trading, yeah. and she gets away with it because, as a congressperson, she's made an exemption of those laws for members of Congress. Yeah, she so wouldn't even you, bring laws to the floor. Talk about power. I prosecuted, you know, some of the first cases of insider trading, and helped to cut it out in Wall Street. But I couldn't prosecute congressman. She's made millions. She gets what that means is she gets information. Let's say the federal government's going to go after a contract. Yeah, uh, IBM. They're going to bring a big, or yes, they, or break gonna bring, it up. They're going to break be, it up. They're going to be. Yep. They're going to bring a big uh, 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 case against IBM. You know immediately the first day that's announced, IBM stock is going to go down. Yeah. So she shorts IBM stock. Yeah. Or she sells it does. the day before. No, she tells she yep. tells hubby, and if he isn't, you know, if he isn't at home alone with no clothes on getting beaten up, then uh, he trades on inside information. The really now, tragic I feel thing. sorry that he got beaten up. You don't get beaten up for being an insider trader. But I do feel 
no sympathy for him that he hasn't been sitting in jail for the last 10 years, which is where he should be. You know, it's rampant, though. There is lists of this all over the Internet of how much people have made since they've been in public office, but nothing ever happens. Even the very famous case with Charlie Rangel, he gets a slap on the hand, but that's it. He's a hero for ruining Harlem. I mean, the guy, when you think about it, that is really propaganda. They had all these people, you know, who were major black politicians. Every single one of them didn't do a damn thing for Harlem. They all made millions for themselves. And when I took over, it's like, yes, thank you. They hand me Harlem and there's no national store there. The crime rate is through the roof. The unemployment is ridiculous. And there are illegal vendors all over Harlem, so no legitimate business will be there. And these people are heroes. Charlie Rangel, Dinkins, they, they sold out their people to become millionaires. The Al Sharptons of the world, the BLMs of the world. Cha- you're not going to change the underlying condition until you have the courage to face the truth. Yep. And... Um, and this is why they hate me, because I tell them, when you tell crooks and evil people the truth, they want to destroy you. Yeah, Absolutely. I always said the reason why they hit you so hard and lie about you so frequently is because of the truth you're telling. Well, probably makes sense from their point of view. Yeah. Right. right. Well, stay with us. one 800 848 We'd love your calls. We're going to talk about the Trump indictments when we return uncovering the truth with rudy giuliani and dr maria hoaxes and other fake news stories this is uncovering the truth with rudy giuliani and dr maria guarding against misinformation fake news and it doesn't seem to be making a difference using common sense thinking with new york street smarts now with dr maria here's rudy giuliani Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth with the incomparable Dr. Maria and me. <laughs> and um, we, of course, we're going to discuss and have been anxiously awaiting the opportunity for me to tell you my rather balanced views on the Trump indictment. It should be torn up, burned, and, and there should be an opinion written by the Supreme Court that the next prosecutor who does it should just check right into jail. Uh, I believe that the Trump indictment is a crime by uh, Mr. Smith, who, by the way, and don't get all upset about that. Mr. Smith has a record that is disgusting as a prosecutor. Uh, I will mention his most famous case, which was reversed by the Supreme Court because he withheld exculpatory evidence from a governor of Virginia that he convicted. Now, exculpatory evidence means evidence that the man is innocent. That's crazy. It is the worst thing a prosecutor can do. Uh, any uh, any uh, a lawyer that ever worked for me, any prosecutor ever did that for, to me, if it wasn't an accident, uh, wasn't just uh, reprimanded, they fired because they're never going to have another person's liberty in their hands again. These people like uh, the crooked attorney general have no concept of the awesome responsibility of a prosecutor. The ability to take someone's liberty is in your hands. And you have tremendous control over it because, frankly, you can get a grand jury to indict anything for anybody if you're just a halfway decent lawyer. Sure. You're in control of the evidence they get. Yeah. I, I've seen that when I've appeared as witnesses. Uh, uh, Bob Costello in the case in New York, uh, he comes in. He's got hundreds of emails that proves that Trump is innocent, and they won't let him put the emails in. And he kept doing it. He kept telling the jury about it, and they kept cutting him off. Yeah. Because they have no desire to they search They had an for agenda. The, this isn't a search for the truth. Right. It's a search to hang Trump. 
So you're experiencing what I'm experiencing in the healthcare field. The whole legal system that's supposed to be blind, right? Justice is supposed to be blind. And it should be pure. That's what we should have had in the healthcare. Instead, people have sold their soul to big pharma or an ideology from the left, left very, of very, left very, people. Very interesting, uh, Dr. Maria. That it, it, um, We're supposed to do no harm in it, healthcare. It's very, very similar. And probably, if we thought about it, it probably extends to other industries, too. Of course. The, the military-industrial yep, complex, yep, yep. You know, this, this corruption. And uh, so why would lawyers be any different? Or doctor? I mean, we, we think we, – nobody thinks of lawyers as being particularly honest. They've been thought of as crooks for a long time. But you always think of doctors as being particularly honest. Yeah. I talk to you and your analysis of your, of your, of your profession, and I read Kennedy's book, book and other books – I mean, they're as sleazy and as greedy for the dollar as anybody else. Yeah. It's terrible. You know, so there's that part of it where people do things financially. They get courted by drug companies. But how about mutilating a child with this transgender stuff? Like, that's crazy. For money. But let's get back to for Trump. Money. Like like the uh, uh, son-in-law of Attorney General. I, people have to know this because the president says Garland's son-in-law runs a company that teaches children that they should change their sex. And he has multi-million dollar contracts in schools to brainwash children and take advantage of their of, of de- delicacy and indecision as children. Do you know that 80% of the people, young children, who at one point or another have doubts about their sexuality, don't, and they change their mind? Yeah, and I... I 80%, I, well over. I don't think it, most children really think about no, their now gender. Now what they're doing is... <laughs> Now, instead, I think that statistic instead of, instead is of, totally re- flawed. Instead of reserving themselves to the 1% or 2% that actually have the problem, yeah. they're trying to create the problem yeah. for the other 80%. Yeah, yeah. But so let me ask you this. So when Bragg had his indictment against Trump, of course, we know that was politically charged. He ran on that, that I'm going to get Trump, I'm going to get Trump. Basically, a lot of the indictments were the same thing. Now, I'm told with these 37 indictments against Trump, about 30 of them are just a repeat of the same thing. Yeah, he mishandled the documents. Yeah. I mean, it's a negligence case. When I say somebody mishandles something, that's a negligence case. How about nobody's ever been prosecuted for this? How about... You're gonna, I mean, every here, here, here is the thing that tells you in a minute that Smith is a big liar when he says we have one law for everyone in the United States. That is a now, lie. How could he believe that? And he's too smart to believe that. You know, okay, presidents aside, we've had presidents take home documents. We've had Obama famously took home documents. But we've had a lot of non-presidents. At least the presidents have an argument that they can declassify information. So we have non-presidents, Hillary Clinton. You can't just say, oh, they were simple emails. Who cares? Who cares? She destroyed purposely over 30,000. Why? Why, why, why would you purposely destroy over 30,000 like unless they were incriminating because you should have never had them? Are you committing a crime? Oh, my goodness. I can't How about it. Sandy Berger from the Clinton oh, administration in his, in his went into the National Archives? Yes, he was found guilty, but nothing really happened. He stuffed it down his Ants, because he wanted to destroy information that he thought would either look not good on him or not good on Obama. It makes my point that this started with Clinton. It's the it's the Clinton uh, uh, crooks 
who were basically uh, little grifters in Arkansas, <laughs> grabbing I, I any money they could get. I need to learn what grifters get. mean. Yeah, grifters are like uh, small-time uh, thieves. Ah. And they, they were small-time thieves go, you know, go, going around uh, trailer parks, stealing money in Arkansas. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they're selling the Lincoln bedroom with McAuliffe, who's, who thinks parents should be, I guess, put in jail. And, Talk about and, a shyster. And then, and then they're taking money from the entire world. They're taking hundreds of millions. Like, like the buy, you know, the Bidens don't take small money. The ten million is the tip of the iceberg. I mean, I've got a fourteen million dollar uh, money laundering transaction. Just another one, uh, just fourteen million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can sh- I sh- go back on my podcast. You'll see the picture. Yeah. All you got to do is read it, and you can figure out. And it sh- says Joe was involved. Yeah. The woman in Ukraine, who says, "If you come and interview me, I'll give you the offshore bank accounts." What does the FBI do? Don't they don't interview her? Yeah. That's when Barr was a really big disappointment. Everybody thought he's going to be non-political. He's just going to do the right thing. And more and more evidence shows he had his finger on certain things he didn't want to do. He didn't want to create too many waves. Well, you know, he's right now he's partially lying. And Raskin is partially telling the truth, which is I never thought I'd say that. (laughs) Raskin comes out the other day. And he says that um, this investigation and, and this memo from the FBI, the, the report, um, that it really was me that started it because, you know, you can't believe me. I'm really bad. If they can get it to me, they can then attack it as political or something. It was me that really started it, and Barr closed it. Yeah. Barr says, I didn't close it. I switched it from the yeah, U.S. Attorney. Yeah, he's going attorney. on every channel now. Said, I did not Calls it. I switched it from the U.S. attorney in Pittsburgh to, Delaware. to the U.S. attorney in Delaware. And then an FBI agent went to corroborate it and found out it was true. Like they found out everything I've given them is true. That's partially true and it's partially untrue because what Barr did was he switched it to Delaware, not to close it, but to slow it down. Yeah. Just like he slowed Durham down. Uh, and only one thing was investigated that when it proved to be true, they stopped investigating because they knew if they investigated the rest, They'd have a full-blown, massive conspiracy case. So for some reason that I can't understand and will someday, Barr is part of this cover-up. You know, there was a lot of stuff during the 2020 election that witnesses were coming forward about Barr not investigating things. Yeah. And Oh, God, we had plenty of that. You know, will we ever I, have I, the I, truth? I go nuts when I hear him say, there was no evidence of, of uh, voter theft. You never looked at it. Yeah. You, you, to, you actually called your U.S. attorneys and told them not to investigate it. Stop lying. That's terrible. Well, we're going to go to our board. Let's see what Sandra has to say. Sandra from New Jersey, good morning. Oh, good morning, Dr. Maria and uh, May Giuliani. I have a question and I have a comment that I heard Joel Osteen say this morning. The question I have is every time they say 10 million, I keep thinking it's 31 million because that's what I think I heard, correct me if I'm wrong, and I, when I heard that, I heard that, you know, it went to a lot of family members, and these people in the family don't have to disclose their tax returns or anything like that. So if it's not $31 million and it's only 10 which is still a hefty amount, I want to rearrange my thinking on that. <laughs> and then I, just, <laughs> I can do it for you. Okay. And then I just wanted to share something, one, one more thing. I fear these people that are after Donald Trump. I really am afraid of them. And this morning, Joel Osteen said, when you rest, God goes to work. Cast the cares, and the universe goes to work. So I just got to let go and let God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it. it um, 
I'm glad he's praying, and I'm glad he's thinking of it, because we need God's help. Now, let me explain the 31 million and the 10. They're for two different things. The 31 million is money from China that uh, flowed to them between 2015 and 2019, and it's all documented. I mean, there's separate documents, but it's all documented. Probably the, 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 the clearest document is a $10 million payment. That's the one that went to all the different members of the Biden family, including the grandchildren which is a way of laundering it. You know, you're going to give money to your grandchildren anyway, so why not give? I mean, it's quite a, quite a guy who gives his grandchildren bribe money, but, you know. But just think of how he corrupted his children, his son, uh, his daughter-in-law. I mean, So uh, do you think it's $31 million in total or $41 million? Oh, it's $41 million. Million. Uh, million. Uh, And God knows there could no, be no, more, no, it's right? Million there could be totally so much more. I, I, so, I Sandra, keep, you're I keep, correct. I, I keep trying to tell people, Sandra, there's a tip of the iceberg. First of all, Plus, we don't know about offshore banking accounts or other bank so accounts. Just really. on the record, ten million from Mykola Zloshevsky to be added to the five million he gave them separately, basically at one million a year. Plus the one point three million they got out of the fourteen million dollar money laundering transaction. So now we count up something like eighteen million dollars from poor little Ukraine. You go to China right now on the record, we can pull out money going to them of which Biden got 10 percent, not not 10 percent, 50 percent. There's only one transaction where he only got 10 percent. He usually got 50 percent. There's about thirty one point five million dollars of that in Chinese money. There's three point five million in Russian money, which everyone knows was the beginning of a long payoff scheme. But I certainly don't have the records to that. And if the FBI has the records to that, you're either not going to find it or they burn them. And I want to remind people that Hunter Biden, the laptop he left in Delaware, has a lot of incriminating evidence. He left totally different laptops in Massachusetts at his psychologist office in Allegedly, that's with the FBI, but he also left one in Russia. And that's what we know about there. He could have left some in with the Chinese. He, he brags about doing a deal with China's top communist spy. So maybe they have so other information I, on Biden. Could I ask you to think about one other thing when they compare the, the document cases of Trump and, 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 and Biden? Uh, Biden, uh, Biden had a lot of those documents in his home. Well, it's not his home. The home was purchased by Hunter because part of the laundering of the money. Hunter, Hunter explains it. I don't have to explain Hunter says in a text, December 2018, I've been paying for the expenses of this family for 30 years, and I still have to give half my income to Pop. How did he pay for the expenses? He bought the homes. He lives there. Biden has secret documents in that yeah. home. Hunter tells you on tape. My business partner is the spy chief of China. So forget that he's his son. Biden has taken secret documents and put them in a place where they are easily accessible to a guy who's in business with the spy chief of China. Now, Trump didn't do anything like that. Now, how do you indict one guy and the other guy you're not even investigating unless you're crooked? And all these documents were taken by Biden. He wasn't he didn't have any presidential power. He even took documents as a senator out of a skiff. So that reminds me of Sandy Berger putting documents down his pants. And what is China doing with uh, intelligence reports uh, written by that by Hunter Biden in uh, w- which look dangerously like plagiarized versions 
of the under of the classified documents. Now, it wouldn't be the first time a Biden plagiarized. I mean, Joe was an expert in plagiarizing. And uh, I don't know if he ever wrote anything of his own. But in any event, there's a real, there's at least circumstantial evidence that Biden just didn't accidentally take this, but that he really compromised American security. It really happened. In Trump's case, no harm, no foul. There's no evidence that this got beyond the Trump circle. None. You know, I, I now, fear. How, a, a case like that's never been prosecuted. Yep. Would not be prosecuted by any legitimate prosecutor. It's as big a piece of junk, if not worse, than Brad's. Where Biden had those documents makes me think, because he was compromised, he was sharing things with China. The Ben, the pen, excuse me, the Penn Biden Center at the University of Pennsylvania, funded by anonymous people from China, there were documents there. Did they tell him, hey, we need to look at your intelligence on X, Y, and Z. We want to see what you think Taiwan's defenses are. Like, why were there, there documents there, there, there? There wasn't a place that he put documents yeah, it's that very the Chinese suspicious. communists didn't have access to. Yeah. He put he put some in Chinatown. I mean, yeah. I, what, do you, what do you want to do? Just <laughs> yes, stick it up exactly. our face? He put, he's getting $31 million from China. And he's putting documents in places where China has complete access. You have to be a fool not to figure that out. And they think we're fools. And I'm not a fool, sorry. I've seen too many criminals. And this guy has been a criminal too long not to catch him. I mean, it's ridiculous. They've, uh, there's an article today, I think, by Michael Goodwin that says, for five years he's been prosecutable. We could have prosecuted this guy five years ago and he wouldn't be president. Yeah. And they decided not to at one time because it was during an election cycle. Give me a break. Let's go with Patrick in Indiana. See what he has to say about the indictment. Patrick? Yes. I would say something about that. But uh, first of all, I have to uh, go with your topic, uncovering the truth. And um, I told uh, Rudy Giuliani that it was... uh, Section 3, Article 1, or Article 3, Section 1, that would impeach uh, Biden for treason. But it's actually Section Article 3, Section 3. And I just had to uncover that truth. Yeah, thank okay. you for that, that Patrick. But we need our Congress and Senate to carry that out, and I don't know if they ever will. It seems like I think people fear having Kamala Harris as the president, so they'd rather stay with the devil they know. I I don't know. I don't get it because there's Article 25. There's a lot of different things. But, yeah, thank you for that, Patrick. Okay. Um, The Secretary of the... Uh, Speaker of the House is duty-bound by Article 3, Section 3, to bring impeachment charges for treason against the president and um, uh, high crimes, again, as in uh, Article 2, Section 4. High crimes and misdemeanors, uh, right. uh, Yes, thank you. Well, Patrick, I think we we got the point, Patrick. So let's go to Robert. Robert. Good morning, Robert. What have you been seeing at JFK? Good morning, Dr. Maria and uh, Mary. How Mary, are you? Uh, Rudy. How are you I'm doing? I'm very concerned. Yeah, what's going on? Because 
right now there are up to 1,000 illegal aliens from Venezuela, hardcore communists, in a secure area of JFK. What? Being housed in this warehouse. You're kidding me. Where no, they could not. have this access to news. planes? This was in the news. Now, who's responsible for this? Peter Brujig with the FAA. Because it's JFK. Oh, he now, would he, have to give little permission Pete? for that? Little Pete's responsible for Little Pete? What the hell? Little Pete? Hochul. In Hoko. Oh, she authority. You can't, you, Why did the people of New York vote for her? Come on. They you had an opportunity. What's you know Maybe as soon as, as soon as she gets her money for the stadium in Buffalo, maybe she'll leave. And they they like too. that power. Yeah, Mayor Adams. They like that power. It's weird. It's no, like, they like the money too. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're all in it for the money. It's, ama- uh, it's amazing. Uh, you know, here, here's the problem with Venezuela. So people can come in and declare asylum in the United States. It's a very narrow category, though. You declare asylum if you can prove that you'll be the victim of political persecution if you return. You can't declare asylum because I'm starving or I need money or I want a job. If we, if we had that as a criteria, the whole world could come to the United States. Because, you know, half the world needs money and needs food and needs. So you have to be a political asylee. Usually the claim is phony. But in Venezuela's case, there are actual political uh, refugees because it is a communist, brutal, dictatorial regime. But that doesn't make it safe because what the Venezuelans do and the Cubans and when you hear about Chinese coming in, because they know that's going to happen, they put communists, they put spies, and they put terrorists with the legitimate people. Absolutely. Cartels do for their drug operations or their sex trade operations. That's the problem of not having secure borders, and we're not acting like a sovereign nation. Yeah, and what the, and what the left-wingers do, and the people who are sympathetic to the communists, and they pretend they're all like decent people. Well, we're going to be back in uh, just a few minutes, and we've got a couple of really uh, important concluding comments we want to give you, and maybe we'll get a question or two more. Thank you. Uncovering the truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Hello, this is Rudy Giuliani with uh, Dr. Maria. And this uh, program, Uncovering the Truth, is sponsored, and we're very proud of that, by the Tunnels of Towers Foundation, T2T.org. Make your $11 a month contribution now and have the back of the people who really protect us. We've got so many uh, questionable people at the high levels of government. Boy, when we talk about our military and our law enforcement, it kind of makes up for it. We've got some real heroes, but they can get in trouble in terms of getting hurt or dead, and their families, and they need your help. $11 a month will do that. Yes. So, you know, I'm a New Hampshireite, but I happen to be on a no, New York. No, I didn't know that. I happen to be on a New York station, so I do know a lot about New York. All the time I'm learning more and more about New York. One of the disturbing things is there was a fight at 8.15 in the morning on a very public street 
And there's a video of it. There was uh, one guy who's homeless, a sex offender, was fighting with another gentleman, and um, people walking by doing nothing. Well, one person gets stabbed. Just yeah, no, and nobody, I apathy think, actually, about it. Uh, the best that happened is one old woman tried to break up the fight. They, yeah, they said a nurse kind of stood between the two. She tried to break up the fight. She almost got herself killed. Yeah. But yeah, this is why you need. And uh, where are the men? This is, well, there was no Marine. They're like, sissified. Like Daniel Penny. There's, I'm making up a new yeah. word, sissified. Yeah, and Daniel Penny was not, and that is shocking to the left-wingers. Yeah. And they want to put him in jail. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe one of the reasons nobody broke in was because they're afraid that Bragg will put him in jail. That's right. It seems like all the heroes get punished. Suppose a guy broke into that fight. Right. And somehow in the in the interchange with the homeless guy who's the one who had the knife and did the killing, he grabbed the knife, turned it on the guy. And in the in the in the interchange, he kills the guy. Yeah. What do you think would happen? Suppose that the, the good Samaritan came a white guy. He'd be indicted. But we have ahead. a minute. So maybe real quick, Trisha. Hi, Trisha. Thank you for taking me. Um, you know my dad through Andy Maloney. That um, He's deceased now, but Andy Maloney and my dad deceased too. But you do speak the truth, and I thank you for speaking the truth. You're amazing. Mr. Casamitidis is amazing. Sid, of course, is the super amazing. And I just thank you, but I just <laughs> can't wait to share so much on Facebook right now of everything that I heard this morning. I got out of Mass, and Good. the Holy Spirit led me right to you. And remember what St. Oh, Paul said? Oh, wow. Sealed. What has been concealed will be revealed. And remember this, too, people. We don't need a majority. We need, our Lord told us, if there's 50, 40, 30, 20, 10, five of us, I'll save you, okay? And Donald Trump will oh save God. us. He was calm, cool, and collected Thank last you. night. And our prayers, and we have prayer cells going for Tuesday. It's an amazing time that we're looking on. So keep on looking up and trusting God. And thank you for speaking the truth because Beautiful the truth will message. set us. Yeah, what a nice call. Beautiful message. Well, I'm glad I picked you, Tricia. Maybe the Holy Spirit guided me to you because that was a beautiful message. Yeah, Thank you very conclude. much. Conclude. You know, you're absolutely right. And you know what you said about the way he looked last night? Uh, President Trump understands this is much more important than him. He got it. It's I mean, bigger got, than Trump. He knows it. He knows it. He always What's did, happening in our country. But he country. really understands that uh, our country is at stake now. It yep. really is. I'm not exaggerating one bit. We do not have a fair and decent justice system in this country. Uh, that's impossible. Got to be changed. Well, and thank you be. for joining us on Uncovering the Truth. And don't forget the Rudy Giuliani Show, weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and live streaming America's Mayor every night, 8 p.m. on Twitter, Getter, Facebook, Rumble, YouTube. <laughs> Have a great week, everybody. Thank you, Dr. Maria. You were terrific. Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria.